evening, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola, I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. Um, today is the 19th of December. Christmas is just six days away. It's very close now. We're in Christmas week. And um, here in Nigeria, it's almost, it's like it's Christmas, but it's, anyway, we're getting there. Let's just put it that way. But I think... I get the sense like when Christmas comes, many of us, many people will, may not be as ready for it in that sense, but we'll get through it, probably have a bigger celebration around New Year or so, but anyways, it is what it is, but we thank God for all what he has done for us in this nation in 19, 2023, sorry, um, 2022, sorry, um, this year, the way this year started and the way last year was particularly people had had all kinds of doomsday scenarios for Nigeria even we in Nigeria a lot of people were really afraid were scared people were fleeing the country looking for legal means to migrate and all of that and there has been waves of migration since last year and because a lot of signals coming from the government were very worrying you know and Nigerians were very resilient people were very hopeful people so when you bring Nigerians to a state where they begin to collectively feel that there is no hope. I mean, it's, 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 it's a very scary thing because Nigerians are hopeful even in the most hopeless situations. Normally, as a people, that's how we are. But this particular government, they really, really they pushed the limits in terms of people's tolerance, in terms of people's resilience, in terms of what people could take by the worst government we've ever had by far and um, we find ourselves where we are unfortunately and this is my own personal um, pain I don't think the church rose to the challenge I think we allowed ourselves to get embedded in the politics of what was going on by the time we realized that we had been scammed it was too late and I mean this about and it's not the entire church of Jesus Christ I think the charismatic arm was 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 the arm that was fooled. Um, the Orthodox churches, I think, by and large, they they held their ground and they they did not they were not deceived. Let me just put it that way. And I've I've said this in previous musings. The last episode we did, we talked about the light of the world, but recently. When I look at everything happening in my home country, Nigeria, and in other parts of the world, I have become I have become much more aware of the truth of the Word of God and how everything that the Bible says about itself is really true. Everything that the Bible says about the Word, about the, the, the world, is really true. Everything that the Bible says about God is really true. And I can see it very clearly. I know other people may not see what I see. Other people may not agree that what I'm saying means what I believe that it means. But I personally, I have come to really believe that the Bible is truth. It is really true. And why do I say so? I The Bible says a lot of things about the world, for instance. You know, it talks about the world. It, 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 it says a lot. In fact, I, I searched. I have this... Um, App in, um, it's called the Tikata Bible app, and I would recommend any every believer to have it on their smartphone. Why I like it is because it has a fantastic search 
um, tool engine in it and if you you can just search a word and it will show you everywhere in the bible that word comes up and when you do that you're then able to see what the bible teaches or talks about on that concept or that idea or that word from genesis to revelation over a period of the thousands of years that the bible was written which is really significant and most of the time what is surprising to me is that the, the consistent the narrative is consistent even though this bible was written by different authors in different times and generations you can see consistency in the doctrine around some of these words if at all that you would google up things like faith love hope prayer praise you know you can see a consistency so there is a consistency about how the bible talks about the world and it's one thing for um a book or the bible to say something in a particular way is something entirely different for me to see the evidence of it in the world that i live in so let me let's just look at there there are like hundreds of scriptures here so i can't read all of them but i'll try to read a few and i'm going to be you know i like to do this musings as a reflection of where i am at what i'm thinking what i'm reflecting on right now i'm just reflecting on how crazy this world is i mean i read a tweet from someone yesterday where he said he was talking about some conversation i can't remember one of these topical things that are ongoing and he said under normal circumstances it should be clear to everyone what is going on but in this upside down world in which we're now living this is what you know it's not as clear as you would expect people are not you know seeing things the way they should i found that so fascinating because i was like oh god father thank you i'm not the only one saying this that the whole world has gone bad and this guy is not a christian but i mean it's glaring to everybody that the normal common sense has gone out of the window the things that don't make sense i mean there's some things it's like i mean i see people like elon musk on twitter sacking people and just and people justifying you know the crazy actions he's doing it's just crazy where in the world does it make sense to run a company like this i mean where in the world the things you're doing the uh where in the world but you know there are actually people justifying the unjustifiable so i'm just like you know what i, I really don't understand what's going on here but let me just you know focus on the word of god which doesn't change according to somebody's you know fixations or their problems or their challenges i i, I think I'll, let me f- just sit with the word of god so the bible always makes a distinction between the world this world that we're in and honestly i would recommend everyone if you can get the tekata bible app and just do a word search on the world i think it will help you because i think this is my reflection and you, you know if you disagree with me that's fine i mean if this is my view as of where i am right now i i i believe that i think we as christians we have underestimated how evil the world is i think we gloss over it we sort of think that once we get born again everything is fine and because we are not making as much of a distinction between the world and us we don't even know how to you know that we're not consciously separating ourselves from the worldliness from what is in the world and these were things that in the in the church early church days once they got saved that was the first thing they teach you they teach you how you know you have come out from the world you are now in this kingdom of light this is how we behave these are the things that are different they they show you the code of conduct the attributes the, the designs everything that is different 
and it's continually modeled before you so that you know and so that even when you fall or you are tempted to fall into that canality and i'm not talking sex and all those other immoral you know sexual physical immorality again that is another how would i say blind spot of the church where we focus so much on those sexual immorality things and omitted the weightier things like love for money envy malice false witness lying even murders to some extent i mean in however way it comes itself hatred actually hatred particularly because the bible says that anybody that hates his brother is, is a murderer because if you hate someone you surely want you can kill the person and you'll be happy if you hear that the person is dead and we see that a lot now because we see people expressing hate all over social media and actually wishing people dead and many times we then see other people act on those words and actually either try to kill those people or succeed in doing so and this is normal this is simply, this is becoming quite normal in the world that we live in in fact let me let me not go on a tangent so the challenge i have now is how there's so many scriptures how am i going to read them i'm just praying that the lord will help me choose those that i need to speak here so jesus was saying in in, in fact the book of john the world the world oh my goodness the references on the world and i'm only going to read in the new testament because i think it provides that difference between the world and god much more starkly even though it shows up in the old testament but in the new testament is so clear um so jesus was praying in john 17 he talked a lot about the world he was saying um i have manifested i'm going to read from verse 6 in the book of john chapter 17 i have manifested your name unto the men which you gave me out of the world they were yours and you gave them unto me and they have kept my word i pray for them i pray not for the world now listen to that but for them which you have given me for so this particular prayer is for the people that god has given jesus out of the world and he says and now i am no more in this world but these are in the world and i come to thee holy father keep them through your own name which you have given unto me that they may be one as we are while i was with them in the world i kept them in your name those that you have given me none is lost except the son of perdition i have given them your word verse 14 and the world hated them because they are not of the world even as i am not in the world i pray now i mean this is so lord i could talk about this all day he says they are not of the world even though they are in the world this verse 14 of john 17 is a big revelation that every christian i you us anyone we we are in the world we are not of the world and if i don't realize that i'm not of the world i will there's nothing i will behave like the world even though i'm not supposed to i have to know it's, it's like for instance how do you put it this way it's like when you go to it's like peer pressure when you when you go into like in high school in those days if you don't when you get into a school and you see that okay these people in this school they are like into drugs or they are promiscuous or they are whatever you have to tell yourself that i am not like these people i am not going to be like them behave like them that's the only way you can be separate from them but if you don't go in with that mindset you will assimilate before you know anything you are doing drugs you're 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 promiscuous you know what i'm saying because you haven't mentally created that difference in your mind to say i am different i'm not going to be that person and for some people they can do this consciously some people is unconscious but it comes from a place of self-awareness in terms of this is who i am and this is who i am not thank you holy spirit for that so i think as christians we have a terrible lack of spiritual awareness 
we don't even know we're living in a the world we are living in is ruled by the same spiritual being that God prepared the lake of fire with fire and brimstone in. In other words, the person for whom hell is his home, his final resting place, is the one ruling this earth. I mean, if this world was not in darkness, why would Jesus say and describe us as the light of the world? Why would he spend that whole um, sermon in Matthew 5 from verse 13 to 16 talking to us about being the light of the world if this world is not in darkness we're in a dark world we're in a violently and endemically dark world Jesus saw this very clearly and I pray it is my prayer when I see us all of us building castles, including myself, building temples. and there's, This world is not a world that will remain forever. There is no way God can even keep it forever because it is so corrupt, it has to be destroyed at some point. The Lord will make all things new. He will restore the new heaven, the new earth. But the point I'm making is, this is not even a place that we should put our emotions in and be living as though this is the land of promise. This is not the land of promise. It is not. The only reason why you and I are here is to do what Jesus is going to talk about in the next place, which is to bring more people into the kingdom of God so that in the restoration and in the consummation of all things, we will have more people that will be like God. God is still looking for that Garden of Eden world. This current world where there is sickness, there is disease, there is death, there is corruption, there is hatred, there is murder, there is bloodshed, is not the, the sorrow is not the world that God intended. A world where wickedness is rewarded, righteousness is punished. This is not the world that God envisioned. And we should be living with that consciousness. We are in hostile territory. Anyway, so um, Jesus from verse 14, he now says, um, they are not of the world, even as I'm not of the world. As you have sent me into the world, even so I have also sent them into the world. I mean, see the way Jesus is talking about that, as though he's sending them into Mars, you know, one place that they have not been living. These are people that have been living in the world. But he's saying he's sending them into the world, sending them into a place that they have always been living. He's speaking about the spiritual system of darkness that is ruling over this world that we see. He's sending them into the world. Which world? Have they, were they not born in the world? Have they not been living in the world? Are they not people of the world? Are they not human beings? But he's talking spiritually. He says they are not of the world. Because there is a spiritual worldly system that is ruling over the darkness of this world. As Ephesians 6.12 says, that is not of God. And if we do not realize it, we do not live as Christians in the consciousness of this. Not only will our lives, I mean, a lot of Things will happen to us that should not happen to us. But we're not even in a position to even resist, to even contend, to live as Christians. To be separated. So he says, yeah, Jesus then prayed 1721. He prayed that they will all be one, even as the Father is in him and he is in them. And let us all be one in us that the world may believe that you have sent us. So he's doing, he's, Jesus is speaking in them and us terms here. The world is them. 
his, the, the, the believers, us, us with the Father, us with me, Jesus. Verse 24, still on John 17, says, Father, I wish that, you know, they will, you, those that you have given me, that they may behold my glory, which you have given me um, before the foundation of the world. And he says, um, um, verse 25, O righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. Um, verse uh, now chapter 18 verse 36 Jesus answered my kingdom is not of this world okay this was when they came to talk, um, arrest him if my kingdom were of this world then would my servants fight that I should not be delivered to the Jews but now is my kingdom not from here so Jesus keeps talking about this kingdom that is not of this world a people that are not of this world you know disciples that are not of this world but they are actually in the world and he's sending them into this world to go and preach his gospel. But they are not of the world, even though they are living in the world. It's the, it's the most fascinating thing. And I think, anyways, let me just go on. Let me look for, let me look for some more scriptures. So we looked at a number of them in, um, in John. I'm just going to read a few more. First Corinthians twenty, um, First Corinthians one, verse twenty, um, is where Paul starts talking about the wisdom of the world. He says, "Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Did God not make foolish the wisdom of this world?" So you see that there's a natural, there's an earthly wisdom of this world, and I think he goes for further to describe that the nature of that wisdom. He says, "For in the after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom did not know God." It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the wise things, the weak things of the world, to confound the things which are mighty. Okay, so... Um, yeah. So anyway, there's a, descript- there's, a di- there's a distinction there between the wisdom of the world and um, the wisdom of God. Also, 1 Corinthians 3.19 says, The wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. And I think there's another place where it also takes that the things of God are also foolishness to the natural mind. So, there's just continually a distinction between the world and and God. Again, 1 Corinthians 6.21 says, 6.2 says, Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? First Corinthians five ten says, um, talks about okay, yet not altogether. I think I'll have to read that from verse nine for it to make sense. So he was saying there that you, um, the, the, I write, I, I write unto you in an epistle not to be, not to accompany yourself with fornicators. Anyway, let me not read that one. I'm sorry. Let me not read that one. Let me just go on. I think I need to go down to. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, so Ephesians two verse two says, Wherein in time past, so here Paul is saying that if you have been raised with Christ, you are dead in your sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now walks in the children of disobedience. And then we have Ephesians six twelve where he says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. James 4.4 also says, Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. I'm just picking scriptures here and there because there's so many of them actually picking those that I would read is a bit of a challenge. Yeah, and I think I'll just stop it here. First John 2 verse 15 says, Love not the world, do not love the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. For he that does the will of God will abide forever. So, I mean, and I think we're, going, we're probably going to be musing about this for a very long time because it, 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 this shows you what God is trying to communicate in all the scriptures is that something definitely went wrong in the Garden of Eden. God created a world that was perfect, that was good, in which he wanted, he put man into the garden and he wanted to continue to fellowship with the man. He wanted man to have dominion, to yield and be fruitful and just have a wonderful life. Something went terribly wrong. And since then, God has been on a quest to right that thing that went wrong. And Jesus coming into the earth was to bring about that reset and that restoration. But what it has done is it did not change the corruption in that world, but it provided a way of escape for the men, for men and women in that world to escape the corruption that had come through lust and through the sin of the enemy. So we can escape the corruption, but the, the corruption is still in the world. There will come a time in the second coming. So the first coming of Jesus only came to give men and women a way of escape, to choose life. But it didn't change the natural course of things. This spiritual order, it didn't change it. We have authority which we can use in the name of Jesus, but without exercising that authority in the light of the world context like Jesus um, um, spoke about in Matthew 5, things will continue to go a certain way because the rulers of the darkness of this world are still sitting on their thrones. Ephesians 6.12 was written after the death and resurrection of Jesus. So clearly, they are still sitting on their thrones. We can see that. We know that. Because it is in the second coming that Jesus is then going to finish the work. So in between the first coming of Jesus and the second coming of Jesus is the church age, which is where we are at. And during this church age, we are supposed to live in this world as though we are not of the world and be actively lighting up the spaces and the places that we inhabit with the power and the wisdom and the word of God. Separating ourselves in word, in deed, in faith, in conduct, in power, in ministry, in preaching of the gospel from the ways and the means of behavior, of thinking, of feeling, of doing, of acting that the world prescribes. We are supposed to be so differentiated that anybody that comes into contact with us will know that these people are different. They are children of God. They are believers in Christ. In the same way as the apostles in the early church were obviously different from even the religious Jews of the day. That is how we are also supposed to be different from every other devout religion of people. 
Why? Because we are connected to the light of life. To the savior of the universe. The only appointed savior. The one in whose hand there is power, there is might, so that no one can withstand it. The one who upholds all things by the word of his power. The one who was in the beginning was with God, created all things. Without him was not anything made that was made. The the one that was the word and became flesh and dwelt amongst us. The one by whom everyone who believes receives the power to become the sons of God. There is only one name by which that is possible. But I can only receive that power to be the son of God on earth when I believe. When I receive. And when I separate myself from the word of God. By, I mean, separate, my, separate myself from the world by the word of God. By faith in God. By obedience to his word. By consecration by preaching the gospel and living a life that is given to walking in love, standing up for truth, speaking the truth, living in holiness and righteousness. We are very far away from what we are supposed to be. We're not here to acquire properties, to buy gold and wear lovely dresses. And I'm speaking to myself here because all these things I do. But we are here to shine the light of God, to live a separated life from the world and let people see us as a city on a hill, a place that people will want to come to because they find there is joy amongst us, there is peace, there is love, there is kindness, there is hope, there is deliverance, there is salvation. We're really far from where we need to be. We're so far. But I pray. The the Lord will not do anything ahead of his word. If his word is coming forth as it seems to be right now, even to me, through what he's making, drawing my attention to, it's because he wants to do something. The Lord speaks and he acts. He acts through his speech. But before God acts, his speech will always come first. He does not act before doing it or saying anything. He does not do things before saying anything. So now that he's speaking, as we can hear, because everything that has been said today, it has been the Lord speaking. It's an indication of what he's about to do. So we say, Lord, have your right of way. Do that which you want to do in our hearts. Let this word germinate. Let it bring forth fruit. Let it rise up in my heart, in our hearts. And let us be truly the light of the world, separated from the Lord world, and shining the light in the way that it should. I'll leave it there for that for now. We'll continue on this as the days go on. Thank you very much. God bless you.